You found the audio version of Talking Comic-Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego, the weekly podcast covering everything Comic-Con, con culture, and all the surrounding stuff and nonsense. This is Season 3, Episode 39, recorded on Sunday the 15th of May and hosted by Lena Sultana and Alyssa Franks from the Friends of CC Forum. In this episode, we talk about what it actually means to attend a convention as press, with the help of special guests Brandon Troy of Real Film News and Ed and Jan from Flicks in the City. Our competition prizes this week are provided by Dark Bunny Tees. Head to darkbunnytees.com to check out their incredible line in movie and TV-themed t-shirts, hoodies and apparel, including their new Top Gun and Civil War shirts. Welcome along to Talking Comic Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego. My name's Leonard Sultana. Uh, it's the 15th of May 2016, with 66 days to Comic Con 2016. Nine weeks and three days. The clock is ticking down. Um, it's um, going to be an interesting show this week because uh, we've got some fantastic guests. But don't forget, if you do want to get in contact with us and interact with the show, the best way to do that is using the Google Plus event page or indeed using Twitter, using the hashtag CupOTSDCC. We're going to keep an eye on that, so if there's any questions you want to send in, hashtag. Uh, we're also going to be a hashtag as well to give away the Dark Bunny Tees for this week. Um, we didn't give this shirt away last week because we were wanting to uh, save ourselves uh, after uh, the uh, fun and games of giving away a Daredevil satchel uh, two weeks ago. However, we've got ourselves a new giveaway, and it's to anyone who um, is watching live, uh, we're going to be giving away a T-shirt at the end of the Hangout. And you need to use the hashtag Need for Speed because they brought out a fantastic range of Top Gun-themed T-shirts. Uh, do go to darkbunnytees.com to check out their fantastic range of uh, shirts and apparel and, of course, that Daredevil satchel, um, which uh, we gave away two weeks ago. Fantastic. But the hashtag you need to use you don't even have to send us a message. You can kind of put on a Top Gun GIF, if you like. You can just kind of entertain us with whatever you want to attach to it. But the hashtag you need to use is Need for Speed. So there we go. Right. We are going to be talking about all the news that's happened over the last seven days. We're going to be talking about Funko Fun Day. We're going to be talking about uh, badge sales for uh, New York Comic Con. Alyssa and I are going to go through all the news at the end of the show but I do want to dive straight in to our topic today. So I start, I suppose, with my uh, partner in crime for the Hangouts, uh, Alyssa Franks from the Friends of CC Forum. Hello, Alyssa. How are you? I'm well. How's your, how's your week been? It's been fine. Um, I am getting a bit of an echo here, so I'll put my, my headphones on. I want to just do a brief shout-out to... Um, my newest for uh, my newest uh, moderator for the exclusives area on my forum AZT. He's jumped in with both feet and is organizing, and I love him. He's great. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to a lot of information on exclusives in our um, in that area of the forum this week. Excellent. Um, I mean, I would, I, I'm going to actually put a shout out, I suppose, now. If you do want to talk about exclusives on the Hangouts, uh, on the, uh, the, the, the Sunday show, do you want to get in contact with us? Because we'd love to have you as a, as a guest to talk about the weekly 
exclusives news, especially as we are uh, getting closer and closer to San Diego Comic-Con. It's not something that I'm particularly au fait with, and I know that Alyssa kind of, uh, she covers one or two just for her own interests. But if you do want to have uh, a comprehensive look into the exclusives world, if you want to jump in and contribute to the Hangout, we'd love to have you along each week to talk about that. Um, we're also joined by uh, Brandon Troy from Real Film News. Hello, Brandon. How are you? Are I am you? good. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since we've had you on. How are you doing? I'm good. Just uh, busy as uh, film festival season is winding down and con season is starting to ramp up. Just trying to you know, deal with that transition. I'm, I'm imagining you're getting a lot of news out of Cannes and all the other films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent stuff. Now, I know that Brandon has actually attended a number of uh, events as well as press, so he's certainly going to be a resource to uh, pull on as we talk about what it actually means to uh, be press at um, events like San Diego Comic-Con and conventions around the world, which is why I'm really glad that we're joined by uh, two people that we've been trying to get on the Hangout for absolutely ages, and I'm so glad that they've been able to join us this week. We've got Ed Yoxall and Jan Gilbert from... Flicks in the City. Hello there, guys. How are you? Hi, Leonard. How are you? We're good here, thanks. Yeah, hi, Leonard. Hi there. Uh, I suppose the best place to start is to actually ask uh, you to explain what is Flicks in the City for people who perhaps don't know uh, your work, which I'd be very surprised because uh, if you do <laughs> go on and search for any Comic-Con-related uh, footage, especially from places like Paul H, you certainly know your work. But um, yeah, explain uh, Flicks in the City in a bit of background. Well, um, I've been reviewing movies and doing interviews with places like the BBC and ITV for, for a little while, and we thought, we, how we came to set up Flicks in the City was we thought, wouldn't it be fantastic to have a place where we could do all the fun stuff that we love, completely geek out all the time with all the uh, big movies, comic book movies, indie movies that we love, and TV shows, so we cover all that kind of stuff, all your comic book movies like BBS and uh, Civil War recently, things like uh, J- uh, Jungle Book and all the animation like Zootopia yeah. as well. We've got Angry Birds coming up. So we started off focusing initially on interviews, I guess, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Interviews at comic cons and at festivals with directors and writers yeah. and actors and cosplayers as well. Fantastic yeah. cosplayers we've got on the but channel. When, when did this all start? This was uh, a few years ago, yeah. Three, four, four years ago? Coming up Nearly to four, coming I think. Four years, yeah, yeah, coming up to four years yeah. now. And then we kind of added on along the way um, Comic Cons, yeah, yeah, Comic Con yeah. panels like San Diego and yeah, London. Suppose, yeah, we started this in, in the UK in, with the London Comic Cons, and I think, so three three years back we went to San Diego for the first time. Yeah, and that, yeah. Was, that was incredible, yeah. yeah. And then after that also we've added in movie and TV reviews, yeah. um, Easter egg videos we do a lot of because yeah. we're like mad Easter egg hunters, aren't we? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, movie yeah. facts yeah. and TV facts are crazy things you didn't know about movies and stuff. So a kind of range yeah. of things really, yeah. So I mean, know that the, the actual site is very much geared around the video content that you produce. Who yeah. Who's kind of like the, the main instigator? Who's the one that... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that'd be Jan, of course. <laughs> <laughs> She's the one behind most of the videos. But then, I mean, I do the edit, I, I film and edit basically. Yeah. But Jan comes up with the ideas and writes all the videos. You shouldn't say yourself short. You can no. have ideas as well. Oh, yeah, we do discuss ideas. But you, yeah. you're the you. I mean, you're you're kind of you're obviously the one who who's behind <laughs> it. <laughs> 
Okay, so I mean, obviously you have that, that background uh, in the, the, the film world. Uh, when did you actually start wanting to cover? I mean, you do cover a number of the, the Comic Cons as well. Um, when did do you? I mean, have you noticed that kind of shift in your own coverage from kind of like the, the general film world to the more the, like the niche? Uh, which, especially with the the interest in pop culture and uh, comic con movies or comic book movies. Well, for us, I think when we when we started Flix in the City three and a half four years ago, I think from the very beginning we were already covering comic cons in, in the yeah. UK. Well, we were already covering like yeah. the London film and Comic Con and yeah. Collectomania and um, yeah, uh, yeah, MCM and Expo, Expo, which yeah. is of course on at the end yeah. of this month. So we as did well. that right from the beginning. So we did that right from the start, yeah, basically, together with film interviews and yeah. film festivals. Like Sundance and various places like that. So it's always been for us a mix yeah. since the beginning, yeah. yeah. So it was really was, like I say, like, oh, we can, we can have this place where we can, like, do all this crazy, geeky stuff that we love. <laughs> so, I mean, I know that um, in the UK that you've covered it as press. I mean, have you noticed the difference between doing sort of like the press in the UK and UK events to uh, the, the international stuff? Is it just San Diego that you? Go yeah. Yes, yeah, it has been so far. Yeah. I mean, we'd love to cover the cons like New York yeah. and, and all around the US. The US has so many, doesn't it? And, and even the rest of the world as well, there's so many all over the show yeah. now, which is great, really, because wherever you are, it's not too far away. It might still be a little bit far away, but it's, you know, it's not like the other end of the earth for you, but which is fantastic yeah. for, for everyone out there who loves that kind of stuff like we yeah. do. Um, but yeah, I think it's. More I mean, than like the difference between the UK and the US, yeah. it's more like each con is quite each different. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Each one is run obviously yeah. by different people often, and, and therefore has its own feel and, yeah. and a different way that it's organised. Really. I mean, San Diego is its own special, you know, completely different to, to any other con, I, I guess. In terms of the, you know, I mean, the, the, the pull it has, the yeah. guests it can put in. Yeah, I mean, it's insane. Yeah. Like you think about. You know, a couple of years ago when you were, it was my first time covering All H last year, but you were, you were doing All H at the beginning, didn't you? And, uh, the Avengers, like, oh all God, of yeah, them, yeah. almost all of them were there. Oh. Yeah, insane, yeah, yeah, the whole cast. Yeah, 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 it was yeah. incredible, yeah. yeah. It's amazing. And all the Star Wars yeah, guys. Yeah, Star Wars guys last year, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just fabulous. I mean, and like I say, it was my first time doing All H last year. Yeah. I was there for things like Deadpool, which was, I don't know if you were in there for Deadpool Leonard. It was indeed, yes. Oh my god, wasn't it electric? Oh my god, it was insane in that room. I mean, everyone was like really jived just to see what it was going to be like, and then we saw the trailer and we were like, oh my god, we've got to see this again. So everyone was on their feet, stamping and shouting one more time, which was yeah, to yeah. be there in that room at the time it was just huge. Yeah, electric, it was electric, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it was incredible, yeah. yeah. Well, I suppose that's one of the, I mean, when I've been speaking to people that we're going to be doing this show and talking to you, I think that's one of the, the big questions that I've been asked, which is how you kind of balance between attending as a fan and kind of getting swept up in the whole excitement of the thing and then kind of concentrating on, oh, no, I've kind of got to get the framing right on this. I've got to... <laughs> I suppose the question really is how you balance between attending as a fan and actually attending as press. Yeah, it's yeah, tough because, I mean, you know, you, we, we do enjoy the work. I mean, going, just, just getting into Hall H and, what you know, getting to see all the panels, although you're working, you're filming, you know, you're trying to make sure you're getting a good, as good a shot as you can, all that kind of thing. Uh, I mean, that's enjoyable, but it is work. And then 
straight away afterwards, you know, we're working on, you know, getting the panels out to people as soon as we can. So, I mean, you know, it's 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 a mix of the two, really, you know. Yeah. I'd say that, yeah, yeah. We, we get to, you know, you know, there's amazing things, and we get, we get to be there, you know, we get to see all these panels, like, firsthand. Yeah. We get to, like, meet some incredible people, you know, during the whole weekend, the long weekend, yeah. uh, on the preview night and so forth. You know, we get to see incredible cosplay when you're waiting outside yeah. or go walking along and stuff, and they're, they're always just... I have so much admiration for cosplayers. Yeah. They're just insanely dedicated <laughs> in a good way and incredible. You know, from whatever level of costume, I don't care, you know, how much effort or time you put in it. Obviously, the more you have put in it, the more amazing it normally is. But whether you've bought it or sourced it from somewhere or whether you've made it yourself, just talking to people and hearing their stories about how they put them together and their love for the characters and the shows that they're, they're representing, I just, mm. I mean, we yeah. both love that, don't oh, yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. So we get to enjoy that and yeah. we get to kind of look at the preview night and wander around yeah, Wednesday, yeah. which is yeah. a little bit more chill for us yeah, than, Wednesday than Thursday to Sunday, <laughs> which is like, you know, crazy yeah. times. But... You know, like you said, just yeah, being in the just, room just being as, is, you know, is good pretty fun, incredible. You know? And yeah. to be honest with you, you know, we get to sort of geek out on a lot of TV shows and yeah. movies that we both love. You know, see the people there, hear what's going on, see the new clips or the teasers or whatever. Yeah. But also, what's kind of nice is that because there tends to be kind of new stuff coming in each year, yeah. we get to find out about things that maybe we haven't watched yet. Like, for example, yeah. last year I was filming in War Room Zomb- 20, and iZombie was there, and I haven't watched it before. And, my God, that panel, if you haven't watched it or you haven't watched the show, I recommend both. The panel is hilarious. They are all on fire. They're a great cast. Um, and then the show as well, after that, I was like, I've got to, yeah. I've got to watch this show now. And now I'm just a super fan of that show. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so when you went to, I mean, you've gone to Comic-Con as press. Uh, you say yeah. you've been two, three times. Uh, did you go as an, uh, an attendee the first time, or di- did you go straight in as press? We went straight, straight in, in as press, yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah, did, yeah. Because yeah. it, yeah. it was not long after, actually, we yeah, started. Yeah, we started, and then we thought, well... Why not? We kind of yeah, like yeah. always kind of wanted to go, yeah. and I like, heard about it and followed it from afar, uh, as you do <laughs> if you're not there, and thought it was, you know, so yeah. much cool stuff yeah. in, in so many different kind of areas. So we were just like, oh, my God, it would be so awesome to go <laughs> to that. So when we applied, we were like, oh, fingers crossed, you know, that we get in. And we yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I suppose the, the next question really is for yourselves and also for Brandon as well, and it's about the kind of level of kind of press access that you kind of indulge yourself in. Just to explain to people who perhaps who kind of wonder what exactly you get as a press badge. When it comes sure. to Comic-Con, you get sure. a free badge. And <laughs> you also get an inbox full of stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can talk to that. I can talk to that. So the thing that's funny, and I, and I know you were, you guys were talking, uh, Leonard, you were talking about this before. I've come at it from, I've been on both sides of it. My, I've been going to Comic-Con since 09, and the first three years was as a, a fan, as an attendee. And then since 2012, I've been going as press. So... You know, every year it's been, you know, a learning process, and it's very much just like you said. It's, it's, uh, you kind of get email blasted like a month out of all these, you know, opportunities that, that, that are available. And it, you know, that first year was a little overwhelming, but, you know, you, year after year, you kind of find out, you know, what, what particular things interest you and, and what those niches are that you want to, you know, tackle and just being able to, 
to find that balancing act of of what things you know are are deal breakers that you absolutely have to do as a fan, whether you're going as press or not, and then other things that you know you want to also have for your your subscribers and your readers. So one of the things that have helped for me is designating you know a day is uh, a day during the con that's okay this is a fan day this is a press day um sometimes it's you really have to and flicks you guys can attest to this sometimes there there are opportunities to go to a conference a press conference or there's an opportunity to go to a press room but you know that you don't want to miss something in one of the panels and i mean that happened Last year, where I really, I was like, okay, I'm not going to miss the Deadpool panel. I'm not going to miss yeah. any of the X-Men stuff. <laughs> um, and I had to make a sacrifice. I mean, I, you know, I still did some press stuff. You know, I still uh, live tweeted and talked about all the things that were happening, you know, during the event. You know, I made that compromise, but I knew that I had to go to those panels on that day. And I, that, that was a deal breaker for me. So, you know, just, and, and it's, it could be really hard because uh, you're, there's an opportunity to speak to a particular director that you really admire or an actor that you, you know, really enjoy their work. So it's very much a balancing act. Yeah, there, there you are so many. You get more, um, inter- you get more interesting stuff from the actual panels, or I mean, I, it's the one thing that I haven't done. Uh, this is my second year's press at right. this time round, um, and I've never done a press room, and I've never done the press conference. I've right. always gone in for the, the panels. Do you get? Stuff from the uh, the the press rooms and the round Sometimes table. I would say sometimes you do, but a lot of times they really want to reward those fans that wait, where they will not say anything during a press conference. And some things they you know mention in the panel, it's special you know just for fans that they that they discuss in the panel. So that, that that's a, another thing where you really have to make that decision of okay, am I going to speak to this director, am I going to, you know, talk to this actor, or do I want to really find out what this particular studio has up their sleeve? Sure. I mean, I know that, uh, Flix, uh, you cut, you put out some amazing panel footage, especially from the from San Diego last year and from the, the last couple of years, being just uh, incredible. Um, do you, because obviously San Diego Comic Con doesn't stream it's panel content yet. Really, um, footage like yourselves is what people get to see if you don't get the chance to get into those rooms. Um, is that something that is a priority to get that footage or is attending the press rooms? Because I know, Jan, you are somebody who excels on the one-on-one. And the, uh... <laughs> well, thank you very much. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, I suppose because, you know, there's... Like, like Brandon was saying, and like you know yourself and Alyssa will know as well, I mean, it's so packed. I mean, even when you go to press or attendee, it's like, you know, the choice is just like mind-boggling of stuff to do, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so many different rooms. There's like so much stuff that we, we'd love to cover um, and that we'd love to go to. I mean, we have done, as well as the panels, we have done uh, the press rooms in the past, like round mm-hmm. tables and one-to-ones as well. And we were lucky that we had um, Yale, a friend of ours, we met um, at London Comic Con, in fact, doing some interviews for us in in the room while we were away doing panels and stuff last year, for example, mm. and I've done some last year and the year before. Uh, so it's a little bit of a mix-up, yeah. but we, I guess, concentrate yeah, just, primarily on the yeah. panels because, um, you know, it's something that we, first of all, it's just 
flipping amazing to be there, as you know, as well, Brandon, like you say, yeah, you've got yeah. to get to the Deadpool, right? Right, exactly. That's another great question as well, because um, you, same drill, if you are watching, when you uh, attend a press, you don't get that, a, bro, a, a, sil, a, a golden rope. It's not a special access pass by any stretch of the imagination. You brought out some fantastic footage of Hall H Saturday last year. When did you get in line? from Flix in the City and keep expecting the camera to start dipping the other question that I've been asked as well is how on earth do you get that incredible footage now I don't want you to obviously reveal any grand secrets but uh, is it just household equipment I mean or off it's the nothing yeah, I think it's crazy it's, uh, no it's nothing crazy it's you know sort of thing professionals would use, you know, we've got, we've got a broadcast level camera, you know, it's not cheap, it's not like the high end either, but we invent, before we went to San Diego, we said, right, we're going to make sure we get a good camera when we go, so we thought, right, let's just get that camera we've always wanted, so we've got what we think is a pretty good camera, and a good sound recorder. I'm just going to say, I think it's the sound where everyone's really impressed. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just, <laughs> we try, I mean, we always aim, I mean, whatever we do, whether it's going to San Diego or whether yeah. it's a con here or whether it's the videos we make, yeah. make it at home, you know, the Easter egg videos or reviews or whatever, yeah. we always aim to try and make them as best we can, yeah. you know, we, you know, we appreciate quality ourselves, so we try and make everything as high as yeah, quality yeah, yeah. as we can, because I think ultimately other people will appreciate that as well, yeah. and, and it's certainly you know, the lovely feedback we've had on, on whether it's, you know, San Diego panels or, or other other um, videos we've made, like reviews and stuff, yeah. it's, always, it's always really nice, which is lovely to hear, obviously, yeah, yeah, it makes course, you yeah. feel like the, the effort and the time that you put in, you know, yeah. doing something we enjoy, we've got to say, <laughs> certainly no complaints about it, but, you know, it makes it, obviously, it makes it just that yeah. little bit more worthwhile, and, and it's nice you were saying before about, you know, do we put a um, president on going to the panels and stuff, getting around, it, it's nice to feel that, you know, that we're sharing some of that experience with people who've, who've not been able to get there or who've been and are just like, you know, able to relive like the excitement of being in that room for those, you know, for those panels or you couldn't get there for, for whatever all the different reasons that everyone's mm. got obviously for not, 
the not going, there's only so many tickets, people try to go, or costs from going all around the world and what have you. And it's just lovely to think that, you know, people are getting enjoyment, you know, watching our videos and it's great to see the comments rolling yeah, in. Oh, and, right, yeah. You know, yeah, it's fantastic. Excellent. Brandon, I mean, when you uh, create your content, which do you find is the strongest that you get the most amount of mileage out of? Is it uh, interviews or is it the panels? And, um, I mean, what's what's your process in getting the the content from your cons? Uh, Well, a lot of times um, it'll, it'll, like you said, it'll just be like one-on-one interviews because by doing those one-on-one interviews, you know, these a lot of these guests here, they're almost uh, parade around. It's almost like a factory line sometimes, and and you can tell sometimes they can get a little jet jet lag about asking you know questions and asking the same questions. So you know, just trying to be original and and trying to you know ask you know thought provoking questions. Where sometimes by asking those thought provoking questions, if even if a PR person is saying, oh, you only have five minutes, you know, they're willing to give you more time because, you know, they're getting a, you know, a question that they're not expecting that that's a little more interesting than the, you know, run-of-the-mill question that they may get. So um, it's, a, it's a matter of that. And, and uh, um, as I said, you know, kind of just compromising within uh, what, I'm, what I do as a fan as well. Um, things that, that I feel are, are, you know, very interesting in a panel, um, thankfully, is something that a lot of other people find interesting, too. So, you know, live tweeting about that or, or commenting about it, you know, after the day, kind of doing like a recap. So, Do you often find that as a challenge coming up with uh, a, new ch- a new question, which this, this person has not been asked 20, 30 times in the course of a day? Well, s- not all the time because... Um, Little little background history on me. I I come from a, a performance and an acting background, so a lot of times I can throw in some some language that, uh, about about film or filmmaking or or acting that uh, you know sometimes they're like oh it's something that really catches them off guard. They're like oh I didn't realize you had an idea of what that is. Like, we appreciate that. So you know they they'll they'll go off on a tangent about about that particular subject. Has there ever been a, a, an interview which has kind of shocked you or surprised you in the way that the, the interview's gone on that, uh, like you say, they can be a little bit uh, tiring for the people that are being interviewed? Has there any been any moments where it's just kind of twisted on you? Yeah, so um, like last year uh, I had an opportunity to speak to uh, uh, Blake Neely. He's the uh, composer of... Uh, of all the you know the DC WB shows, so Legends of Tomorrow, Flash, et cetera, et cetera, and um, it, it was just a it was a very um, relaxed uh, conversation, and we were you know we were just talking about music and how you know how important music is to to you know the medium of television and film and how without it you know how naked. Uh, a film could feel, or how uh, how naked a a scene can feel, and you know he was really you know appreciative about that because you know a lot of times uh, a composer or you know a lot of those other those other elements that are involved in a you know a film production or a television production are often overlooked or taken for granted. You know we always see the you know the cool action scene or the you know uh, we enjoy the the actor or we enjoy the the direction that you know director is using a style that they're using but we kind of 
a lot of times overlook, you know, maybe the sound effects, uh, how important that is to action scene or, or the music and how that can, you know, affect uh, the audience's mood or how you perceive a scene. So things like that. Okay. Um, I suppose, as well, first things first, uh, this, um, Alyssa hasn't spoken for about 25 minutes now. <laughs> I think it might be an idea to actually ask if she's... Because I, I do have We've a question. uncharacteristically non-verbal. <laughs> I do have a question that's a little bit... Um, it, it, it's a not touchy subject, but it's, it's quite a big subject. So we'll go to Alyssa first. I mean, any questions that you, you'd like to ask, Alyssa? Um, I was actually just kind of absorbing uh, everybody's information since I've been accepted as press for the first time uh, for... Uh, a convention in um, New York City, a Star Trek convention in uh, September. So I'm I'm just listening to what you guys have to say and um, kind of scared, to be honest with you. I'm not a big fan of of dealing with actors and uh, pro people. I'm, I'm my background is more in technical theater, so I'm I'm much more the, the grubby tech who's in the back room just trying to put everything together. <laughs> so it's you know, and doing the video editing and, and that sort of stuff. So I'm I'm it will be interesting. I was at, wanted to ask Flix in the city, are you gonna have you applied for press for New York Con? We haven't in the past, no, no. I think for us, um what we were able to go to is kind of dependent on both yeah. time and money. So yeah, obviously being in London, you know, mm-hmm. we're a little way away from New York, yeah. where we love New York and we love yeah, to go yeah, to yeah. Comic Con. So it's about flights and then staying there and yeah, all that kind yeah. of stuff. You know, it's about yeah. whether we can make it work for us yeah. in terms of paying back yeah. for itself or getting a sponsorship deal or something like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. so things like that expanding yeah. in that way for us would be looking at yeah, those sort I of mean, issues. We'd love to go. We, we would love yeah. to go, definitely. Yeah. yeah. It's it's I've been working on Leonard to get him to come to New York Con. It's cheaper than flying to San Diego, number one. Oh my and, god, it's so expensive San Diego. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um and the second thing is look for an apartment. Don't don't by a hotel room. They're, they're, oh, okay. So are you guys going to be doing um, Star Wars in London in July? We are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are doing Star Wars yes, celebration. Yes, it's yeah. a busy kind of month. We've got MCM, yeah. comic, uh, MCM Expo Comic Con at the end of yeah. this month and Star Wars That's celebration right. and then yeah. right over to San Diego. Yeah, Leonard, you're doing after, as well. I was going to say, I'm, I'm doing MCM as well. Yeah. I'm doing Star Wars. I suspect we'll be on the same flight on Monday morning. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's going to be Killing, so we're gonna love it. <laughs> it's gotta be said when I got accepted for uh, Star Wars. When I got accepted for Star Wars Celebration, I yeah. did think to myself, maybe I've bitten off a little bit too much than I yeah. can. <laughs> Yeah, so if you see us kind of like flake down the floor somewhere, kind of scrape us up and just move us along, right, in San Diego, <laughs> that would be much appreciated. I had an opportunity to go to uh, C2E2, and then the next weekend was WonderCon. So two back-to-back cons. Wow. And I... I spent four days in San Francisco between sightseeing. Uh-huh. Lots of hills in San Francisco. Don't yeah. recommend that. <laughs> so, if for you know, in that Monday, Tuesday, definitely find a place to chill out and relax because you'll yeah. need it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's you said you were editing on the Saturday night. What is your kind of turnaround? Because obviously the the demand for footage yeah. from events yeah, is yeah. so yeah. spacious. I mean, what what is your turnaround usually? Oh my god! Oh, it's just 
everything everything yesterday and the yeah. day before yeah. if, if at all possible because like yeah. we from the moment it starts on Thursday yeah. I mean we might if we're Thursday. in different rooms we might have how long uh, t- yeah, seven I mean, to ten hours yeah. of footage or something from, from each room yeah yeah from each room so yeah. it's like so there's, that's a lot too, of there's too much to do in one day or one night even. <laughs> and then we got Thursday Friday yeah. Saturday Sunday Saturday late yeah. night so we, we're editing the week after as well it's not yeah. you know the Monday to Wednesday the week after Comic Con's finished we're still working yeah. getting the rest of the videos out basically that we yeah. haven't had a chance to <laughs> you know that don't you Brandon I can see yeah. you know that it doesn't end on, on, on Sunday afternoon does it <laughs> no it does not <laughs> but you know we love it yeah no 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 it's just it's good it's, yeah. it's, it's great to have so much yeah, it's you know fantastic. I mean it's a great great opportunity yeah I think go. like last year we put out like 70 to 80 videos yeah and about the same the year before as yeah, well something, something like, like that, that. Yeah. around that number yeah I do quite like the way that you take the long-form videos and break them down into the little, kind of like the sections, to allow people to kind of take them at a bite-size kind of uh, uh, bit. So this is the question that came in from BillyBear731 on Twitter. Uh, Thank you very much indeed for uh, this question. And I suppose this is for Brendan and for uh, uh, Ed and uh, Jan. Have you ever been pressured to go easy on a film or a series review by a company because you're covering it as press. No, I've never no. ever heard that. No, mm-hmm. no, never ever. Is it something that um, I mean? I can imagine it's something that m- kind of might linger in the back of the in the in the uh, the back of your uh, the the content that you're wanting to produce. Especially, I mean, have you? I noticed that you went to uh, a number of press conferences um, this well this year. And um, what was your take on the films once you actually saw them? I mean, did you actually think, was this actually kind of something that we should have covered? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, think, I think the interviews are still always interesting. Whether you like a film or you don't, people still are interested in seeing interviews with the actors and the filmmakers. And then they want to discuss that on, you know, it's often in the comments section of our videos. So it's... It's not really, that's not the point of, of filming a press, a press conference, is it? I mean, and then you've got a, a movie review, which is what Jan yeah, does, and that's... Yeah. That's separate again, that's different, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, sometimes I'm at the press conferences, yeah. and most, most of the time now I'm not, yeah. just because we don't have the time to kind of double up where we don't need to, to both yeah. be doing the same thing. Um, but, I mean, we tend to kind of pick and choose what we cover as yeah. well in terms of, you know both what we have time to cover, what yeah. we're interested in, and what we think, you know, the audience who are very kindly watching our videos and supporting us, thank you very much, could not do that, we love you all, um, you know, what they're interested in as well, which is basically the same kind of yeah, stuff yeah. that we're interested in, which is why it all works so well, such words so far. <laughs> um, but, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, people will know if they've watched, you know, a number of my movie reviews. I've given, you know, five star reviews to things. I've given one star reviews to things. I gave... Is it what one star for Mordecai or something? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I gave Annie or something two stars. Yeah. Uh, I think what else? Uh, uh, Huntsman recently. Huntsman Winter's, mm. Winter's War. I gave that one and a half stars. You know. Yeah. Has been Has there ever been any blowback from that? Kind I haven't of... had anything because yeah. I mean, it, it, was... think about it in the way that you know. People expect, people always like to get good reviews. Who doesn't? Like, we always right. like to be told that we're great, don't we? Who doesn't want to hear that, right? Yeah. 
um, whether we have, whether we think what we've done is amazing or not, we all like to still hear we're great and yeah. what we've done is good, right? Um, but I think you know people expect there to be a variety of views, even you know uh, the Force Awakens, which was pretty generally loved by a lot of most people, or a or a Civil War, or whatever it might be. Um, you know, they're still going to have people who don't like them. Similarly, I've I've got movies that I enjoyed that came out and they were, were slated. You know what I mean? Um, you know, BBS did not get good reviews from critics. I I gave it three stars. I didn't think it was. I thought it had problems, but you know, I thought it was a lot to like about the film. There was things that could have been dealt with better. Some things could be cut. Some things could be put in. I didn't like the music. Blah blah blah. But I think at the end of the day, it's about saying honestly what you think about the film, and that's what people will appreciate, you know, and that's what if people watch your videos or read your reviews or, or your news or your I'll features or whatever, people know, right? People know. And also, although you can't always say, oh, hey, Jan or Brandon, they like that film, and they don't like this one, I don't really understand that, or, or they didn't like this other film, but they like that one. I mean, you can't always say, you know, you can kind of know what someone might or might not like, but you can never say completely, oh, you know, Brandon loves Star Wars The Force Awakens, therefore he's going to love this film. Because he might not, you know, it's all about um, how you react to a film on a day, how it makes you feel. It's not it's not an objective thing, it's about a whole raft of issues. And, and I was completely in agreement with what Brandon said before, I'm sure he's the same, about, you know, the people behind the scenes. It's not just about, you know, having a great or talented cast, which it can be as well, obviously, or a director. You know, you've got editors, you've got production designers, you know, you've got special effects people, stunt people, you know, sound designers, musicians, composers, and a art directors and a whole other raft of people whose, whose jobs aren't coming to my head right now. You know, costume designers, makeup people. All of these people go into making a movie and go into making a TV series. And, you know, even on, you know, a movie like Mordecai, which I thought was terrible, yeah. <laughs> you know, it still has... <laughs> it was, you know, <laughs> it was still a good cast, yeah, you know, yeah. but it was a very funny comedy. But it was still, you know, well, produ you know, the production design was good, cinematography was good, all these things, you know. But it's just in work as a whole, you know. Yeah. Similarly, you can say you can have, you know, a very low budget film doesn't have a lot of money or TV show thrown at it, but it can still be fantastic because it's really well written. I mean, the writers, the screenwriters, for God's sake, they're really important, you know. So. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, I'll, can I add something to that really quick? Um, I guess my thing is, at the end of the day, and I'm sure you guys would agree, um, with guys, is that it's really down to the relationship that you have with the PR person that's doing that particular film. If you have a solid enough relationship with them, you know they'll respect what, um, how you feel about a project one way or another, as long as you know, you stick to your druthers and you're consistent with it. And then a lot of times, too, I know you kept commenting on on um, uh, on the Johnny, Johnny Depp film. Um, so uh, a lot of times the, the, the writing is on the wall. A lot of times when you're given an embargo on a review, yeah. a lot of times, and you're told to, to hold a review until, like, the day before or sometimes the mor morning of the film. So a lot of times you already have a red flag from the gig when you already are thinking, okay, why do I have to have this debate before before I can before review who you show? Yeah, I mean, there's been films 
the way you've had like a midnight embargo and it's out yeah. the next day. So right. that's, not, that's not a good sign. Red flag, red flag. <laughs> when you look through the list of all the stuff that you are invited to, because like I said at the at the top of uh, the the chat, when they open up the press list uh, email, uh, which is what you are put on, is an email list for every company that is uh, presenting products at San Diego Comic Con or conventions. So your inbox does get filled with all sorts of. Uh, Weird and wonderful things for you to go and uh, check out as a member of press. Do you, I mean, what determines, I mean, I suppose this is kind of down to the balance between attending as a fan and attending for the site. Uh, what makes, what's the kind of draw when you look down that list of, okay, I really should attend that because of the site, that'll do good traffic, or actually I'm interested in that, I want to go and see that. How do you balance between the two? Uh, Brandon? I would say it's really geared towards something that I'm interested in. Um, if it's something that, if it's a show that I know that I watch, um, I will I will go to the to, to the the conference room. I go to the press room, whatever the case may be, the the press line, um, because I know that a I'm gonna have really really good questions for them because it's something that that I'm into and it and it goes back to. A situation that you hear from a lot of directors sometimes, where they say, um, "Why, uh, you know, I want to make a movie that I myself would be interested in," and then at the same time, I'm going to go to, you know, do coverage with something that I know that I'm interested in because I know that it's going to be interesting for other people because I'm, you know, invested in it. Okay, uh, Flix, same question. I mean, is it something? What is, what is your the way of balancing? kind of your personal interests and what you know will get good traffic for the site? Well, I suppose yeah. in the way that if they very much well, kind of coalesce. Yeah, they're, they're, they're fairly yeah. well aligned most of the time, I'd say. So, yeah, it's there's no huge disparities, I'd say, between them. Yeah. Yeah. Has there ever been anything that's jumped out on the list and you've just gone, okay, that might just be for me? I, I don't think, I'm, that, I, that might just be a very niche interest, but I wouldn't mind going to see that. Is, is there anything that's jumped out at you in the past? Oh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, to be honest with you. So, now, if you had anything like that, I can't think of anything. I had one. It was uh, Kevin Eastman. This was back in 2013. Um, Kevin Eastman, when we were doing... Uh, um, it's, I'm brain farting on it right now, but uh, it was basically <laughs> the um, event where we where they were um, trying to bring awareness to that nonprofit that uh, pays um, comic comic creators. Heroes um, Initiative. Yes, yes. Uh, so it was it was that, and you know, just have an opportunity just to speak to Kevin Eastman because I hey, I grew up on Ninja Turtles, so it was <laughs> it was a no brainer. Heroes Initiative. Been- is a wonderful organization um, to to support, and anything that they're involved in is great. Leonard? Uh, Yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of... Because of the way that Comic-Con is uh, set up now with its campus um, arena, um, you've got so many um, bits and pieces and things to attract your attention around the city. Um, Do you you get the chance to go and have a look at those things? For example, the Nerd HQ stuff, perhaps, which does take up a certain amount of dedication 
to attend? Is it something that you get the chance to look at or go off to see, or do you kind of focus very much on the uh, the, the con itself and the, the things that you can kind of create content from? Um, yes, and me directly. Um, well, I uh, sure. go to bro- right. go um, so I, I guess a lot of times it's. If it's something, a lot of times they'll give us an opportunity to see it um, before they open it up to to attendees. And you know, if that's the case, you know, uh, you know, I'm definitely, you know, not, I'm definitely open to checking, you know, things like that out. But at the same time, again, it may go come down to times where it may conflict with uh, a panel, and I, you know, I really have to make that that decision, you know, on the day of because. Uh, sometimes even with with uh, interviews, you you may get you, you may get an opportunity on the day of. Even if if uh, if something is given to you a month out, they may new opportunities may spring up on the week of Comic Con. That may be a last minute thing on the fly that you kind of just really have to you have to go with and be prepared for. So sometimes things like that happen, and and that that spring in the moment. Opportunity may may arise and may conflict with that. Okay, um, and I, 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 don't, I don't know if Felissa's got any more questions. Suddenly, like you say, as a first first attendee's press. I, the, my only thing is that I, I think that I'm going to prime since my site is primarily focused on getting people to cons. I tend to think that I'm going to be probably a little bit. Uh, laid back from actually having to get into the Hall H's and the, <laughs> the big ballrooms because that's kind of not not so much where our site is. However, I may end up do, having to, to succumb and do that. Yeah. I mean, the one thing that I'll be kind of changing for my press uh, this uh, for this year is I won't be doing the whole lining up for Hall H because it, it just took out so much... Of the time on the Friday, then there was things I could have done and uh, opportunities and people I could have seen and interviews I could have uh, taken. Uh, when you were in the lines, uh, Jan and Ed, were you kind of thinking, there's things we could be seeing and doing here, or do you kind of separate and delegate, as it were? Um, you mean, do we, yeah. do we, do we guys um, different did, things? Did, did, one, did one person line up and the other person go off and... Uh, get footage, or uh, did you tag team, or did you? No, just... we do different rooms. I mean, we do one on one does Hall H, the other one does Boring Twenty. Right. Most of the time. Most of the time. Sometimes yeah. we might finish early in one room for some reason. Um. Yeah, I mean, there are other things that we like to go to, but we just learned there's so much yeah. in Hall H and Ballroom Twenty that. If you can get into those rooms, you kind of need to stay there. Yeah, it's a bit, you know yeah. what it's like. It's kind of, it can be a little bit difficult to change rooms. Like yeah. We tried that a little bit the first yeah, time. The first year, yeah, the first year, I kind of went out of Hall H the first day to get George R.R. Martin, who was in another room, which was yeah. great. But then I just couldn't get back into Hall H after that. So, I, I, yeah. I, I suppose to wrap it up then, the, the question then becomes, is... When you go to something like San Diego Comic Con, is it work or is it play? It's both. It's both. You know I, mean? yeah, I think you can play. take pleasure in the yeah. in the work yeah. and you can enjoy it. And, it's fun work. And it's really yeah. good fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. constantly different. Brandon, what's it like for you? 
Um, it's, de- it's definitely fun. You know, again, it's it's something that by the end of the week you're completely exhausted and, yeah. and <laughs> out of it and jet lag. But uh, you know, yeah, it's definitely worth it. Definitely. Oh, I just wanted to say very quickly, if we could, yeah. just a shout out to some of the people we met last year and the yeah. previous years who have really good um, cue buddies with us, um, Adam and Tim and also Solomon. And um, we also had uh, mentioned Yael doing some interview stuff for us and also yeah. Nora, who's done some stuff on our site before. So it was great to you know, yeah. be, you know, meet them yeah, and have them there for us. They were yeah. fantastic, yeah. So it's just nice meeting people yeah, in the queue. Yeah, you meet some great people in the queue, yeah. So you, I mean, you're going back to San Diego this year? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 we are, indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that you're uh, kind of looking forward to seeing? Oh, God. Oh. I, just, I can't wait until they start releasing like what's going to be. You yeah. know, the kind of week or two before, yeah. and it will kind of start leaking out. I mean, I'm sh- I guess all the, you know, all the DC stuff will be there, I hope, on that night, because that's always yeah, really good fun. fun. Um, they always do something crazy, like come out in their costume or... or the first year, Stephen Mel was doing his like someone out in the audience asked him to do the intro to Arrow, which was just amazing. Being there and hearing that, so hmm. God, in all the big movies, I wonder, yeah. if, you know, do you reckon they'll have things like Suicide Squad, or is that do you think they're done now? I was I thinking of that actually, that, that we may possibly get Suicide Squad. Fingers crossed. I really that hope because awesome. this, this, I mean, this will be D, uh, DC's opportunity to really. Make a statement. I mean, they had opportunity to do it last year, but now with all everything that we're hearing with like Marvel and with 20th Century, now they really need to kind of put the pedal to the metal and really take advantage of it. So that would be the way to do Wonder Woman. Yeah, they could bring Wonder Woman. That would be really yeah. good as well. Excellent. And hopefully cool. Marvel will be there because they weren't there last year. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, there's fingers crossed for whoever's going to show up, especially yeah. considering that. Uh, 20th Century Fox have decided to uh, pull the plug on their endeavors. So uh, curious to see who's going to fill the vacuum and who's going to own Hall uh, H this year. Excellent. So we'll be looking forward to seeing uh, the flicks in the city footage, footage from 2016. I suppose the best thing to do now is uh, point people to where the best place to find your stuff. Uh, where can people find uh, flicks in the city online? Yeah, well, just go to YouTube and type in Flicks and the City, and our channel should come up. Just make sure you subscribe if you're not already. And, uh, yeah, you'll get all the latest videos, um, leading up to Comic Con, and obviously when we're there. And, yeah. of course, we're on, on Twitter, Twitter as well. Yeah, yeah Flicks City we are on Twitter. Or if you just search for, again, Flicks and the City will come up on Twitter. Yeah. And we're on Facebook as well, Flicks yeah, and the City. Yeah. So you'll find us in all those different ways. Excellent. And uh, Brandon, uh, where's the best place to find your uh, content? Uh, so you can find uh, my stuff at Real Film News, so uh, Real with two E's. Um, I'm also on Twitter at Brandon Troy RFN on uh, Pinterest. Um, but uh, yeah, I have a couple of things coming up. So uh, we have Awesome Con coming up very soon here in D.C., uh, which should be exciting. I'll be doing it as press, and I will be uh, moderating the panel for... Uh, about uh, Arkham Asylum, so that should be fun. Um, yeah, so Thanks. other than that, I guess I'll see a lot of people. I guess I'll see a lot of you guys. Yeah, um, definitely. I think that's one thing that I'm a little bit nervous about this year is uh, because, like I say, I'm not going to be doing too much of the lining up stuff. I'm going to try and fill my time with getting as much 
uh, uh, experiences that I can and like I say the press rooms and whatever it's just actually catching up with people because I can imagine I'm just going to be pinballing all over the uh, San Diego so it's going to be uh, curious to see how I'm going to actually do this year I'm just I'm feeling it's going to turn into this bit of a, a mixed blur as I go throughout uh, uh, throughout the course of the week so I'm looking forward to it Right, uh, thank you very much indeed for uh, joining us. Um, if you want to stick around and uh, talk about the other news content that we're going to talk about, you're more than welcome. Uh, but if you want to enjoy the rest of your Sunday evening, you, you can duck out at any time. It's entirely uh, up to you guys. And, of course, joining with the conversation. But um, thank you very much indeed for uh, joining us. Once again, we are giving away a T-shirt from uh, Dark Bunny Tees. Uh, again, do head to darkbunnytees.com to check out their uh, T-shirts, uh, which are movie-themed, always really subtle, really high quality. Uh, they do mail out across uh, the globe, and they're fantastic. Do check them out at darkbuddytees.com. Uh, the shirts that they released this week are Top Gun themed, and we are giving a Top Gun t-shirt away today. If you do use the hashtag NeedForSpeed, uh, we're going to give away that um, t-shirt before the end of the show today. So, Alyssa, let's uh, discuss the, the news of uh, the week um, I understand you have a list for us. <laughs> I do have a list. Uh, first off is tickets, and we could just start right in by talking Funko. Funko, Funko, Funko. Oh, my, Funko. <laughs> so contrary to last year, uh, they've announced when their ticket sale is going to be, and it's going to be Wednesday, this Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern time, which I guess is noon uh, Pacific time. Um, in the past, they've just opened it up, I, so people just kind of had to be in the know and, and do line buddies and the like, and this time, they've announced it, so I'm somewhat concerned that we may be dealing with crashing websites, <laughs> so we're, we're keeping our fingers crossed for Funko. Um, then we've got, the following week, we've got tickets for Star Wars Celebration happening on the following Wednesday, too, in Orlando, um, which will be happening in, in 17. So we're, they at least have got, had, had, have a history, Repop has a history of dealing with um, big ticket sales uh, through New York Con and, um, and the like, and, and there are pack shows. So we're, we're hoping that that will go smoothly. Uh, the one last thing is we still have not heard anything about New York City Comic Con tickets yet. And uh, last year they went on sale a few days ago, I believe, the 13th, um, if, if I recall correctly. And we still don't even know what they're going to do for VIPs, if they're going to have VIPs, we're assuming they're going to be VIP tickets. Uh, we know nothing yet. Um, I so we'll we'll it, so tickets are going to be um, interesting in this next I say six week time period uh, to, to to keep up with what uh, sites are are actually not crashing. <laughs> so that's that's. Uh, have you heard anything about some tickets, Leonard, that are going on sale? Do you guys? To be honest, uh, I think the thing that I've been trying to keep a handle on is um, the parking, which is uh, still uh, ongoing at this point. I believe it's um, Block 3 that they're uh, currently selling on. So uh, those, that, those are filling up nicely. And, of course, I've been trying to keep an eye on hotel waitlist. 
which um, is just the, the it's just the, the absolute nightmare of uh, everyone's uh, experience this year. It's going to be something that we're going to be talking all the way up to uh, Comic Con 2016 and beyond. Uh, the way that it's been handled, the fact that nobody has heard again. Uh, we keep saying week after week, maybe this is the week that we're going to hear something about the waitlist and about people being allocated. Before we came on air, someone actually asked, um, has anybody heard anything about hotel swaps, about uh, that uh, community that does build up around this time for kind of negotiating and getting the, the room that you actually want? When nobody knows what hotel they've actually got yet because of the absence of a waitlist, it's just getting, I mean, like I say, we're 66 days. Uh, nine weeks out, and still the, a large chunk of people are just the thing without that's hotels. Getting, the thing that's getting me is that Mission Valley hotels haven't opened up yet. Well, you know, that, they, I, saw, I saw a wave from, I think, yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. waving goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, we're getting into the technical stuff. I could totally understand them, them uh, leaving. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, and I could be wrong about the Mission Valley because I haven't been kept up on it, but it's my understanding that, that they haven't reopened um, yet. Is that true, Leonard? Correct. Yeah. Uh, what's up with that? Why can't it, – it doesn't make any sense to me why why it isn't. Uh, yeah, this is, this is very much um, a broken record at this point. This is exactly yeah. – we could pretty much copy and paste what we've been saying for the last month now. Uh, it's just gotten uh, rather in- insane. So, so. so let's segue into what you can do for Comic-Con. <laughs> um, we've got a number of people who are talking about picking out T-shirts for Con because, you know, some people have a SDCC problem and, and must obsessively plan for all of these things. Um We've got a, a group of people who are working on their snacks. I personally already have a box of, of snacks that I'm going to be bringing with me for my, my bag because, yes, I'm one of those SEC-obsessed people. Um, the other thing was uh, getting your comic list together, um, uh, uh, inserts for your shoes, um, SDCC fit, um, New York. NYCC has joined SDCC oh, Fit. Absolutely, <laughs> Brian. Uh, 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 Brian from New York from Read Pop actually was was talking about Dad Bod. <laughs> so, we're, uh. we, <laughs> so how has your training been, Leonard? For I've been doing walks. I've been going on walks for half an hour, forty-five minutes at a time. I've gone every day this week. I've I've gone out and gone walking. I would make another recommendation. I would make another recommendation. I would, if you if you have an opportunity to do this, get a bike. If, if there's a place that you can ride a bike to, ride a bike to it. So that, that that's another way to indirectly, you know, get your endurance up and get in shape. Yeah, my my bike is currently in service. It's <laughs> no, no, it's in service. Um, uh, it's. Hopefully should be sorted for Monday, Tuesday. So no, I'm back on the bike as well. I, uh, so I'm a big fan of uh, getting on the on the bike. So yeah. People people may not know this, but I do work for um, a company that sells Lycra clothing for people who actually wear Lycra anytime soon. <laughs> for <laughs> bike riders. So um, one other thing is I am doing a TSA pre-check. 
uh, this year, given all of the nonsense that's been going around recently about getting on planes. I was going to bring this up because um, I was doing my usual Sunday morning thing of just sitting there with my bowl of cereal and doing the news headlines. What on earth is going on in the States at the moment with the TSA lines? I I don't quite understand it. I think there was a computer glitch that's kind of snowballed. Um, The TSA has said they're going to hire more people. Uh, Apparently, nobody wants to work for TSA. Go figure. (laughs) Um, I mean, I don't know. But the point being is that they want to hire too few people to actually do the job that needs to be done. Um, So I'm going to spend my money and skip the lines because it's it's just it's a nightmare. I almost missed my flight a couple of times in the springtime because of the god awful lines at Midway. If you have to go through Chicago, don't go through Midway. If there's anything you could do, because they're hellacious. Um, one other piece of news, which um, I don't know if is on your list, but I think it probably is. But uh, let's uh, I'm going to jump to it. Uh, that Nerd HQ has announced they are returning to San Diego Comic Con. Uh, they are returning to the new Children's Museum. Like I said, uh, when we kind of heard that uh, they uh, that uh, Nerd Machine were um, uh, returning uh, returning to San Diego and they've been checking out venues that they were looking into other venues that um, New Children's Museum was particularly expensive for them this year, uh, last year, sorry. However, apparently they've negotiated a deal. New Children's Museum enjoyed the influx of attention that Nerd HQ brought to them. So, yes, they are returning. Uh, this was announced um, 13th, so a couple of days ago, on uh, the Nerd Machine Twitter Um Looking forward to it. Um, very interested, uh, as always, to see who they're going to get as uh, special guests. As uh, long as they get their RFID tag things worked out. That was hellacious last year. But hopefully this year they'll have it together. And, yeah. uh, you know, because that's... But, yes, looking very much forward to their list. Was Had an opportunity to go see a show last year. And I really enjoyed it. You have been asking me... Um, when uh, your people will be announced for um, Nerd HQ, as always, you'll probably find out um, who is announced for Nerd HQ the week before Comic Con. Um, unfortunately, the way that Nerd HQ works is uh, they kind of organise their talent time around the panels and um, attractions that have been allocated by San Diego Comic Con. So it's when somebody is free for an hour then they can pull them out to uh, do the, uh, uh, the the panel at Nerd HQ. Um, a good, the good thing, of course, Nerd HQ does live stream its content, uh, considering that the t- uh, tickets for the Nerd HQ panels go like that, uh, because they are just so incredibly popular. And at the end of the day, we are only talking 250, 300-seat rooms. So it's very intimate. It's up close and personal, but they are a lot of fun to attend. The one panel if of theirs that I will be actually trying for this time round, if anything, just to see exactly what he's going to talk about, is Nathan Fillion. Considering that this week, uh, Castle was cancelled. His pride and joy. His baby. So if I can be in the room as 300 people just go, Do Firefly again! 
So that that could be interesting to uh, to see. I'm I'm curious to see how they're going to do Nerd HQ. But it was a, um, a success, and they did raise so much money for Operation Smile last year. So excellent stuff. Following on on that, I have a. a a new series that I would like to introduce to the Hangout. Leonard knows nothing about this. <laughs> so he's like, what? <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> um, this week, upcoming in television, and it's, it ties into what we're doing. Um, Doctor Who 42 and I are doing on our uh, site, uh, FOCC blog. Um, just a, a little short thing uh, that says, you know, DVR alerts. So this week coming up, we have season finales of Once Upon a Time, Last Man on Earth, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., Legends of Tomorrow, The 100, Blacklist, Grimm, and the originals, and the season finale of Castle, as you so rightly said. Indeed. So look them up. They're, they're gonna, we're going to be publishing this article um, shortly, but uh, look them up for the times to make sure you don't miss that because you don't want to miss the season finales and have to watch it on the web. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the season finale of Castle because everyone's going to die. Yes. It's going <laughs> well, to no. be a massive gunfight <laughs> and everyone's going to die. I don't uh, think so, because they wouldn't. They would have filmed it prior to them knowing that it was the the end of the season. That it was the end of the series. Do you cover any of the television stuff, Brandon, or is it purely the film stuff that you do? Um, no, I still I have uh, opportunities to cover some of the uh, um, some of the television stuff. Uh, a lot of times, it's it's uh, um, the cable stuff, so like things on stars, like. Um, uh, Outlander, I get a lot of Outlander stuff. I get a um, a lot of stuff for um, Black Sail. So no, it's just it runs the gamut. It, it could be television and and film. Cool, excellent stuff. Uh, let's go through a couple of comments. Let's just because uh, I have been asking. I do ask people to uh, comment, and I know that it was one of those conversations where uh, we knew that we were going to get a lot of people kind of just watching more than actually interacting, but. Uh, Michael P. making his comment about um, the hotel waitlist, as always, because uh, mm-hmm. Michael is very much the person who's very much paying attention to the, the hotel situation and is basically commenting that uh, aliens are running it. Running it. It's the only <laughs> explanation. Aliens are running the whole situation. It's the only thing that can be that can explain it, which I can kind of see. Um, Janine Lacaro brings up something which I'm very interested in. Um, this is regarding the Comic-Con Awards show, which um, has been announced last week. Uh, this is uh, continuing on the relationship that CCI have brought with Lionsgate, which, of course, has resulted in Comic-Con HQ. Uh, Lionsgate have announced that they are in negotiations, and that is an important part of this whole uh, announcement, that there is going to be a Comic-Con Awards show. Slightly different to the MTV thing, which is going to be very much, and also very much different to the Eisners, that it's going to deal with all the pop culture that you can catch at San Diego Comic-Con. Janine goes, it sounds very interesting, wondering what night this would happen since Saturday has always been the masquerade. Very good question. Um, The only thing I can think is that they could possibly do it on the Sunday in an attempt to kind of uh, spread out the... uh, the, the content that they produce, so you could have... And that's, I was going to say, that would be a problem, because a lot of times, a lot of those guests, they're already 
out the door by that time because they have to get back to whatever they're doing. It's got to be Thursday. Yeah. Well, I was thinking that they just like to spread it out and kind of expand it just a little bit longer into the evening. Okay. We'll see who stays. I mean, because we got the Eisners on Friday and the Funko Party on both on Friday and then Saturday for the masquerade. It's got to be Thursday. And then you also forget a lot of those major parties, those big like parties, are Saturday night. So some people may not be in condition to (laughs) to go to a party on go go to the event on Sunday. Just saying. Fair I don't guess. <laughs> Sunday afternoon, perhaps? Just saying. Or instead of the Buffy sing-along? I don't know. Anyway, I think it could be cool. Um, like I say, though, there is in negotiations. This does seem a little bit late in the day for perhaps it to be organised for 2016. It could be a 2017 thing. Who knows? So uh, very curious to see how that's going to uh, pan out. We will keep an eye on it, of course. Um... Let's have a look at uh, some of the comments. Um, Aaron Navis is asking that perhaps we should have a drinking game for every time that uh, Alyssa says hellacious. <laughs> um, fair enough. Um, if, if we are going to do um, shots with an Englishman in San Diego, you are going to have to give me some advance notice on that, just to let you know. Um, Ian O'Hara, in his own inimitable style, uh, DC needs to get their heads out of their backsides and start making quality films again with WB. He's got this thing against Batman vs. Superman. He really does. Uh, but um, it's going to be interesting to see what DC and WB do at Comic-Con. Because like Brandon says, this could be the year they have to kind of make Pull a statement. Yeah. They have to make a statement. So um, very curious to see how that's going to uh, to pan out. Uh, let's see, we've got uh, Scott. Hello, everyone. Ian O'Hara. Uh, Andy Babact is watching. Hello. Uh, good to uh, have you joining us. Uh, Andrew English. I think it was Collider News that reported there were two endings of Castle. One for if they were cancelled. That's interesting. Um, that would be uh, making the di- buying the DVD an interesting uh, prospect. So uh, that'd be uh, rather cool. And, of course, the other uh, cancellation that uh, took place this week, which a lot of people have uh, been very interested in about, especially for Comic-Con, is Agent Carter. Um, I was sad and disappointed that Agent Carter got cancelled, says Janine Lacaro. Um, Yeah, uh, considering that a lot of people were looking forward to a uh, Netflix-style panel and having the the television end of, of Marvel... Uh, showing up, considering that uh, with this it would be just made Agents of Shield. So well, here, I was gonna say here's a I was gonna say here's an interesting question. Do you do you guys? What are your guys' thoughts on what? And then, and I don't want to get into spoiler territory. I know it's still a week after, but uh, based off of what happened in Civil War, that it kind of like took the rug under took the rug from under um, Agent Carter for that series because of what happens in that film. Um. I don't think it With has too much relevance like, to the oh, series okay. because the series is set back in the, that sure, formation. Sure, 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 sure. So I, I think it was a nice sort of like bookmark to the character. Mm. Like you say, no, let's let's wrap that up in terms of spoilers <laughs> there. But um, it was a, a, a good summation of the character and it also served to um, introduce um, the relationship with another character that... Um, uh, appears on screen, uh, but no, I I think with the actual series itself, 
it's a different animal because it is set back in in the day. Um, and like I say, in the actual series, it, we haven't fully f- seen the formation or joined the dots between that time period and uh, present day. So I think there was still a story to tell. Uh, it's, but a, a lot of people were very much um, noting that um, the actress playing Agent Carter had already been signed up for and has been uh, confirmed for her own series. So yeah. I think this wasn't something that was just sort of like thrown at people. This was a long... This has been decided before today or before this week. Um, this is a be- pres- question for um, uh, Brandon, and this has come from Michael Leventhal. For press, do your nerves still get up when you apply and are waiting for a reply from the conventions? I apply, and though I'm confident, I still get the nerves when until the response comes in. Uh, yes and no. I guess... Yes, when you're, you know, you're just trying to make sure that, because it's such a, and you can attest to this too, Leonard, that process of what you have to send and submit in order to, in order to apply. I mean, you're pretty much signing off everything other than like your social security card, your blood type, and, and X, Y, and Z. But anyway, um, I would say it's really more of, uh, the submission than getting the response back. Yeah. Do you still get nervous actually doing the interviews? Um, it's weird. Sometimes, it, it, in every once in a while, you'll have like those nerves initially, but at the end of the day, I guess you know, doing enough times, you it, it's almost like you get into a, a rhythm, and it's as soon as that moment comes where you're about to get started, it. At least for me, it just goes out my head, and I and I just focus on what's at hand or on what I'm trying to accomplish or what I'm trying to ask. I'm very curious as to what Alyssa is wanting to do as press. What's you, what are you are you wanting to generate content or are you just representing the forum? What's what's your plans? I, for for Star Trek, I'm not quite sure. Uh, to be honest with you, I, I how I'm gonna. To to do it, um, I think that I will generate some content, but it's primarily going to be more of an experience thing for the the forum and for as a more of a con review of the con than it will be for a review of the specific panels um, and er- so interviews you with yourself at a table across from William Shatner. <laughs> cool, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll ask for a selfie. Uh, you know, it's like, how can you not, how can I not get what? You know, it's like him and Chris Pine. I, I'd love it. I, you know, that would be actually a, a, you know, a wonderful thing. But, um, I would have to go in there with a, with a list of questions and be exceedingly well prepared if I'm going to yeah. do, if I'm going to do anything. Um, so I can't come up with, as Brendan said earlier, the good questions, the interesting questions, because frankly, I'm not going to fangirl over people. I'm not that kind of a person. I've been in the business for too long to, to fangirl. Um, and it's so, I've got to come up with an interesting question, and and whether or not I'll, I'll do that, be able to do that, is a is another question. We'll see. You'll see. When <laughs> next September, you'll find out. But I got I got to do hellacious one more time just so people can <laughs> do one back for me. Kiss. 
There you go. Absolutely. Yeah, if you think this is tea in here, by the way. Um, wow. You're at supper time. I'm still at lunch. I can't do that yet. Uh, Betsy Woodin is asking any word about outdoor San Diego uh, Symphony outdoor concerts. Very good the question. Only, the only thing I've heard is um, on the back of a, of a Star Trek panel that I went to um, this spring, which is that they would probably be doing a Star Trek themed uh, symphony. Yeah. Well, I mean, what the dates we've well, what we've got announced so far? These are the summer summer pops events. Uh, on the Thursday, you have Pokemon Symphonic Evolutions. Uh, this is at the Summer Pops venue at the back of the convention center, uh, showcasing music and images from Pokemon, covering the 20 years of the franchise's existence. On Saturday, you've got uh, two uh, concerts, to, or two events you can attend. Uh, you've got Star Trek Into Darkness with uh, the Giacchino's film score performed over the top of the film, uh, which, uh, uh, if you did attend the live concert event um, uh, last year, then you'll know that uh, that's something to experience. And then you've also got uh, the Legend of Zelda, uh, Zelda, sorry, Symphony of the Goddesses, uh, held at the Copley Symphony Hall on the Saturday. Um, and I believe that the tickets are already on sale for that if you go to the symphony's website. So there we go. Right, um, one last call, I suppose, for the Dark Bunny Tees t-shirt. Once again, you're looking at the hashtag Need for Speed, um, and we'll do the draw for that very soon indeed. Um, any other last-minute things that we can talk about? Because I uh, think I've got one. I, I, I haven't earlier, but I, mean, I guess we'll say that for next time. What was that, sorry, Brandon? I, mean, I believe we were, I think we were talking about uh, Captain America before. Um think earlier, um, but I guess we could talk about it, you know, some other time we're talking about how many times we've seen it at this point. <laughs> well, I mean, I've seen I've seen it twice. I am hoping for a third. Um, Alyssa's seen it twi- uh, twice? Once, okay? Once. Once. okay? Now, this is where we open up the opportunity for someone to get some bragging rights in. Brandon, how many times have you seen it, sir? I've seen it four times. <laughs> Yes, um, it is, it is a, a definite um, uh, film to go and see on a repeat viewing. It's uh, it definitely. Um, I think the the thing that got me when I first saw it, especially the Spider-Man appearance on screen, you're so excited and so buzzed about seeing Spider-Man on screen, you actually miss a great deal of the detail. Yeah. Second time round, get the chance to just breathe and take it right. in. Right. And I guess I guess in watching it the other times, it's always fun because that second and third uh, the second and third time was actually with different groups of friends and it was they were seeing it for the first time so sometimes a lot of times in that case it's fun to vicariously watch it with them seeing it for the first time too so I think that that, that was reason why it's happened that many times that and last week was Mother's Day so oh I have to say yeah last week was Mother's Day so the other time was because of uh, mom so Excellent stuff. Right. I think the thing that I want to uh, wrap things up on then um, is uh, uh, something that happened over the course of the weekend, and I do know that his intention was to attend San Diego Comic-Con, and it's just going to be a shame that we're not going to be able to see his work and, indeed, his like again. Darwin Cook, who passed away on Saturday morning. Um, 
I got the chance to meet Darwin when he came over to uh, England as part of a massive Canadian contingent to uh, the Lakes International Comic Art Festival in October last year. Um, he, the one thing that always that struck me in meeting the man was uh, a very dry sense of humour, um, very gregarious. Uh, you could tell that he was a man of uh, absolute passion, not only about the work that he put to uh, to paper and also to uh, to to, Im- to, uh, to influence in terms of New Frontier, the film, and all the other works that um, he put his fingers on. Um, it's going to be a shame that we're not going to see uh, him appearing at San Diego this year. And all I can say is, on behalf of the Hangout, um, our sympathies to uh, his family. And um, do celebrate Darwin Cook's work by heading to uh, Comixology or going to your local comic book shop and buying the fantastic work that he put together, New Frontier, Solo, um, the Catwoman uh, works that he's done. It's just going to be a massive shame. And um, for myself, um, it's just a a tragic loss. Um, Do also head to Darwin Cook's blog, because there are links there for uh, the Canadian uh, Cancer Research, uh, which all donations are being funneled towards. Uh, if you were a fan of his work, do head to his blog uh, for all the official word from the Cook family. I think that they're also requesting donations uh, be considered for Heroes Initiative, too. So just, uh, I don't I, I, I don't think it's just for the cancer research, yeah. but also Heroes Initiative, because they are a great organization that support a lot of the creative talent that we all enjoy. And what's the basis for for pop culture? Yeah. Dark Bunny Tees. Okay then. Right, I've got the uh, the the because I have made a slight mistake here. Um, just going for Need for Speed because that was the, the quotes you see from the film. That was where I was going for. However, there's this apparently there's this game out which people <laughs> play, um, which also uses the hashtag. But I have done a little bit of uh, sort of like uh, filtering through, and I have managed to uh, get myself uh, the numbers. So let me go through my random number generator, and let's hit that. And we go to okay. Uh, bum, 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 bum. We would like to congratulate Scotty the Wise on Twitter. Congratulations, you have won yourself a um, Dark Bunny Tees T-shirt. Um, and yes, uh, we'll get uh, your details from you shortly and we'll get that out to you. This is where, if you're watching this back on YouTube or indeed listening on iTunes or on SoundCloud, thank you very much indeed. Uh, don't forget to subscribe and to comment. It allows us to uh, spread the word to more people. But we will be announcing a winner for the, one of these T-shirts at the beginning of next week's show. Use the hashtag. Tell you what, we're going to change it. <laughs> we're going to change it. Okay, what we need you to do is use the hashtag DBT Need for Speed. Okay, we'll just add those three letters at the beginning just to make it a little bit easier for me to find your hashtags DBT Need for Speed. Okay, if you use that hashtag uh, from the moment that uh, we come off air uh, all the way through to the uh, beginning of next week's show, a random person will be chosen to win a Dabney Tees t-shirt next week. And again, don't forget, if you submit a picture to the 5-Minute Countdown 
uh, at pics at anenglishmaninsandiego.com. There is a limited edition Darboni Tees exclusive, uh, which we're going to be handing out to everyone who gets their picture shown in the five-minute countdown. Can right. I have one, too? I'm saying nothing. We don't give any freebies out here. Oh, not for me? Yeah, I'm saying nothing. <laughs> saying no, nothing. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed for watching. Alyssa, where can people find you online? Friendsofcc.com forward slash forum. Type in Alyssa and I will pop up. PM me. I am also on Twitter at friendsofcci. Excellent. Uh, Brendan, where can people find you online, sir? Uh, Alright, so Encore. Um, uh, you can find my stuff on Real Film News with two E's. Um, I'm on Twitter, Brandon Troy RFN, uh, Pinterest, uh, same thing. And uh, uh, take be on the lookout because there will be some cool stuff, as I said, coming with uh, Awesome Con. There will be a lot of press coverage that I'll be doing on that show and panel moderating, as well as uh, Spartacon that will be coming up in August. Um, and I'll I'll be there for New York Comic Con for the first time, so that should be interesting um, as well. Um, and lastly, uh, also be on the lookout because I am in the process of doing a, a series. May it may be on the salt screen, so I will keep you posted. Okay. Very cool. Excellent stuff. Fantastic. Um, something that I do want to make a, a correction for. I don't. I, sh I will be doing this on Twitter as well, just to make a small correction. Um, Alyssa did announce that um, we the um, tickets for Funko Friday is going to be going on sale this week. Not so. It is w uh, Wednesday, the first of June, at uh, 12 p.m. That's when the uh, tickets go on sale. So you've got a couple weeks yet. It's not this Wednesday. It's Wednesday, the 1st of June. Okay? Just thought uh, we'd correct that uh, little detail. Alyssa is now looking rather pale. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm a little confused. I'm a little confused, to be honest with you. Um, great. I there we go. <laughs> uh, you can well, find myself... <laughs> <laughs> you can find myself at uh, Englishman SDCC on the Twitter, and of course, if you search uh, an Englishman in San Diego into pretty much most uh, social medias, that's where you can find me. Um, I will be posting some original posts this week, so do keep an eye on that. Uh, I'll also be announcing the winner of the free t or the uh, pair of tickets to uh, the um, uh, ba Baker Street Babes uh, party on the website. Uh, I believe Monday or Tuesday we're going to be uh, announcing the winner for that particular competition. Thank you very much indeed for uh, joining us. We're back again next week. And, uh, yes, we will return with another Talking Comic Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego next Sunday, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. GMT. We'll you're all going to... No, no, don't, don't... You're all going to laugh, but I asked for my boss for that day off. Next Wednesday. You've asked, you've asked for Wednesday off to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Have a laugh on me, guys. Have Bye. a next one. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>